Real life, real news, real people, real politics, real sports, real commentary, real everything. This is the Life Podcast by Justin. Real news, real guests, and we're coming to you live. Three, two, one. What's up, everyone? This is your boy JJ coming in for another episode of This is the Life Podcast. And before I begin, I would just like to wish everyone a happy new year. Now, today is not New Year's. Today is January 2nd. But by the time I release this episode, it will be the new year. So again, I just want to wish everyone a happy new year. Listen, we got to kick off 2024 the right way. I'm always saying it. I've been saying this since last year. You got to stay positive. You got to be in the right mind frame. Listen. With the new year, we got to just keep going forward. Stop looking back, going forward, okay? That's enough about that because, again, it's your life. You live it the way you want to, but I suggest live it positive. All right. Now, today, I'm not alone in the Life Podcast Zone. I have a guest with me today, but before she comes on, I'm going to go ahead and introduce her with a little quick bio, and then I'll bring her on. Now, my guest today, she comes all the way from the UK. Her name is Sita McKee. She is a boldness coach, founder, and director of You're Valued, and she's been working in health and social care for the last 18 years, eight of which have been as a qualified registered mental mental health nurse. This has included spells as a community, psychiatric nurse, award manager, and as a primary care mental health practitioner, all at a mental health NHS trust. Recently, she has been serving as matron, which is an international recruitment lead, which has helped fine-tune coaching, leadership, and management skills in supporting colleagues to look after themselves by working smarter and prioritizing their well-being. Now, during her master's degree studies, she researched in detail the stressful experiences of community psychiatric nurses and has been seen and have seen the impact of this on their mental well-being, staff recruitment, and retention. The detailed exploration of the nurses' experiences shed light on people's unique experiences and what really helps them. Her findings have been applicable to all professionals as we are human and are prone to the effects and risks of stress and burnout. That's a lot to to do, and it's very interesting. I'm going to sit back, and I'm going to bring Cita on so she can talk more about her journey. Good afternoon, Cita, good afternoon. Um, I'm really well, thank you. You? Good. Thank you again. Um, Happy New Year to you. I hope, um, as I said, I hope 2024, these last couple days have been very well for you. For me, I've entered the new year thinking this is a positive year and a year of um, endless possibilities. So I am really looking forward to, you know, going through the year 2024 and um, just being bold. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I, I agree. I agree. Now, I just read that bio, and it's very, very interesting to me. Um, so let, let's talk about let's talk about your journey again. You know, you can pick back what I said, how you started, and where you've been um, today in your. I career. mean, you reading it out and listening to it was like wow, but it hasn't always been a smooth journey <laughs> because that's reality, isn't it? Um, if you want something really bad in life, you've got to really work hard for it. So my journey started um, many years ago, as you rightly put, um, when I was sort of like listening to my dad, watching my dad, how he would encourage people to live well. So that interest and desire came from there. But as I was growing up and finding out what sort of job I wanted to do, I realized that I really had that gift in me to really help people. I just enjoy helping people. So I went into the care profession. So I started out from the um, basics 
as a healthcare assistant and worked my way up. And then I realized that if I should get my degree in nursing, that would really, really help me to do more because I felt like um, without those skills or knowledge, it would be really difficult for me to achieve more. So that's how that journey started. Um, And I must say, I've never looked back because every day I wake up and I want to make a difference, you know. So that for me, it's it's a journey worth taking. And um, I'm at a place where I believe that I can add value to other people's lives as well. So I don't know if I've said enough or you want me to still rumble on. <laughs> no, listen, I'm I'm sitting back watching you. No, 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 please, please continue. And then once, you know, once we get midway, I'm, I'm you know, because we talked before, I have a lot of questions cool. to ask you. So no, 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 please. <laughs> you're, you're in the house. So you, you, you make yourself comfortable. Make yourself so, comfortable, um, please. After finishing my um, nursing degree, I knew that I really wanted to learn more about mental health. Um, it, it's such a great passion of mine to understand. I, I'm just so fascinated about how the mind works and how much power we have, and yet we underutilize our power, you know. And um, that said, I, I like to bring in the fact that I'm also a Christian. So I look at how much um, the Bible empowers us to do stuff and also looking at our environmental or our environment. So the life we're living and how much God has given us this beautiful brain that we can explore and push to um, beyond boundaries to to try and achieve so much for us. So therefore, I, I embarked on my master's degree to learn more about how the mind really works. And through that, I thought, if I, because that time I was working in community as a community psychiatric nurse. So I thought if I actually look at what is really causing us to be, I feel stress and burn out at work and therefore um, seeing people not actually um, staying in jobs. And I believe this is uh, applicable anywhere in the world. The healthcare profession is so demanding as in the stuff we do is so difficult for us to achieve so much and not feel the pressure within ourselves, you know. So that uh, master's degree was really helpful for me to explore, get to understand what would what was causing us to feel burnout and also how we can improve or live better, you know. So we are in a caring profession looking after our patients and clients. We don't have to forget about ourselves. So if we think and look after ourselves better, then we're in a much stronger position to be able to look after the clients and patients we serve. So that was where the idea came from and why I embarked on that journey. And since then, I've been using my skills in so many different ways um, for friends and family, for my work colleagues and my, um, at the moment, I'm not doing um, patient direct contact care, but empowering other nurses to therefore apply that um, strength and knowledge to look after our clients and patients. So it's been really um, beneficial looking back and also looking forward in my wellness business as a boldness coach to be able to do more with my my clients as well. So again, I have clients from all walks of life and um, I'm able to empower them, encourage them, educate them and enable them to do so much more in their lives, you know. So, yeah, I'm, I mean, I could go on and on all day about mental wellness because it's such a great passion of mine. I really want to make a difference in the world with it. So thank you for having me on this podcast to be able to raise more awareness and share my knowledge. No, um, thank you. It's almost you know, like you're I'm, lost I'm, for I'm words, sitting back, JJ. You know, I'm literally... <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, honestly, see, I am because one thing I want to pig pig back on when you said early in the beginning, you mentioned religion and you're a Christian. Um, I am too. You know the thing. You know we're not gonna you know spend too much on it, but just briefly, I look at that so different because I again everyone's different, you know. Everyone comes from all different walks of life. But for me, I take religion 
so serious because for one, I was raised in a church as a little boy. And now to this day, I'm still very active in church. I look at religion as it's, it's daily life for me, you know, because for one, mm-hmm. here we are in a new year. Okay. And I say that to say that there are people that started 2023 and unfortunately they're not here anymore. You know, and I'm not trying to get too emotional about it, but I'm being real because, you know, some people don't look at things like that, but I do, you know, and it's just amazing to me how life is precious. And again, some people look at life totally different, non-religious, but the fact that you said, you know, you, 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 you have Christianity as a whole, you know, it ties into so many different things, you know, and for me, it ties in with mental well-being because I look at, you know, the fact that, you know, we know there's a higher power that sustains us every day. Sometimes I forget that and I still do, you know, but sometimes I have to tell myself, Jay, pull yourself together. God has you. And to everybody that's listening, if you worship whatever, stay worshiping, you know, and and again, I'm not trying to get too political, but I look at it as a, as a time now that if you see different signs around you, it means you need to just stop and find that calling. <laughs> so we're, we're going to leave it at that, <laughs> but we're going to keep going, you know, um, Sita, because I want to know as a boldness coach, okay, how do you, for one, how do you incorporate Christianity oh. with your job to someone and, and and maybe to someone that does not believe in a higher power? How do you, you know, personally, how do you do? That's a very with interesting that, question, um, JJ. And um, um, if I'm being honest, there are challenging times at times, you know, but then I always embrace the fact that God created us all. So we are all different and yet unique as well, you know, and we are not all aware of um, um, a higher power to worship. But then having the idea or the fact that my scriptures or the scriptures tells me to love my neighbor as myself, for me, that is the go to. And that has been what sustains me and pushes me forward. So it helps me not to be judgmental. It helps me not to discriminate. It helps me to treat people fairly. Um, And so if someone has a different religion aside Christianity, when I'm working with my clients, I, I, first of all, our first piece of work is about their identity. So their identity, when we are looking at that, whatever religion they might have might come into it, you know. And um, if they don't have a religion, it might also come into it. And then if I understand it from that point, then I meet the client at where they are at. So it's not about me pushing my religion or my faith. I like to actually use the word faith rather than religion because um, I don't know if religion has been used badly or um, when we use the the term religion, um, it sort of brings to mind lots of different things that um, people might not resonate with or it's a little bit difficult for people to accept. So when I talk about it, I, I, I would rather prefer to say my faith, my faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, knowing that he's come to save me, you know, um, and therefore there is more to life than just what meets the eye, you know. So not pushing my faith on other people. So if I have a client who has um, a Muslim religion or a client who is Hindu, and believe you me, I've met clients from all walks of life, as I've said. So some have been Hindus, um, Buddhist, um, Muslims, some atheists, no religion at all. Some believe in just traditional stuff as well. Um, and it's okay. 
because at the end of the day, we are all human and there is something that's brought us together at that point, which is we are looking at mental wellness, you know. So if the person has a faith that I resonate with, then it's easy to connect as well. And if they have a faith that I do not, um, it's not my faith, I still respect them. And then I meet them at that point because no matter what they believe in, there is something that they believe is um, important in their life. So be it, you know, um, if if it, if they are Muslims, so Allah is important to them. If it's um, if they are Hindus, the different gods in Hinduism might be important to them as well. So it's meeting them at that point and then looking at what the challenge is and seeing how we can connect the dots to help them um, find wellness. Does that make sense at all? Okay. Yes, it does. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um, sitting back, you know, I'm still like, wow. You know, it's always interesting, you know, for one to talk about, you know, faith with different ones with, I mean, different, you know, different, you know, individuals, you know, you know, one thing you did mention, um, is having, you know, Jesus Christ in your life, ladies and gentlemen, again, I don't, you know, preach things for you to make, you know, a straight decision. But on this platform, when I talk about certain things, I always emphasize that this is life. And I always say that not to hear myself ramble, but it's to let you know that this is life. Again, this is things that people deal with. This is things people go through. This is things that you may or may not want to hear, but it's life. It's something that we can't not, you know, ignore or deny. Now, even if Sita was Muslim or anything like that, I would still be having this conversation because again, one thing I find interesting is when you do talk to different people from all walks of life, I know people who are atheists. Do, do I judge them? No, I've run into people who are Muslim who believe in Allah. Do I judge them? No, because I know personally as an individual, you respect what I worship. I respect what and who you worship, you know, and sometimes believe it or not, a lot of the things that we all quote unquote worship to me, it's all the same meaning, you know? So just a little food for thought, everyone, you know, now Sita. Okay. What exactly, and you may have touched up on it, I'm sorry, because yeah. I've been seriously like enjoying this conversation. So exactly what is a boldness coach for those that don't know what it is? What What is I mean, a boldness coach? It's exactly as it says, bold. So I my job is to help people move from a place where they are feeling burnout, stress, really struggling to function well to a place where they feel bold. So therefore, I'm a boldness coach. I'm the person that leads them on that journey from that place where they are their lowest or beginning to feel low and then moving them to that place where they um, recognize themselves as the person that they aspire to be or who they were before but have lost it along the way through life's challenges, which we all do go through challenges in life, you know. And my own personal journey led me to that boldness and therefore I was like, I can do this. Why can't I help other people to achieve this boldness? Because believe you me, it's a beautiful place when you get there to that place of boldness. So um, if I can use myself as an example, I in, in my job or in my past jobs, um, I had a, I one time had a job where it was quite pressured, you know, very, very difficult in terms of dealing with other people's um, personalities or um, um, how do I say this? Um, just dealing with people in general and, and the demands of the job as well. And through those challenges, I realized I was losing myself because I was so much trying to please 
and was losing myself because I was giving so much. So there was a time where I would get up in the morning when my alarm goes off, I just panic and I'm just anxious and um, I get into work and I couldn't sort of get my head around things as I would because my usual self is like, just work hard, um, support people that you're looking after, um, just, you know, so much joy in myself when I go to work. And I was losing that. I couldn't sleep well. Um, and then I realized that this wasn't right. And it took my son to say to me, mom, something is not right. Is this the only job you can do? And at the time I was thinking, this is such a new job that I've started. And I don't want to be setting um, the pace that, you know, I'm, I'm a quitter and therefore, oh, I can't hack this job. So uh, failure was not an option for me. So I was thinking, oh, no, I couldn't do this now. But when he said it, I, it, it was like, you know, that sort of like ding dong in, in my head. I just woke up and I was like, oh, my goodness, if my family is seeing this, then it's really getting bad then, you know, because I thought I was masking it. And then I decided that I would change my job. So I changed jobs and then I found myself again. And through it, before I changed jobs, I started noticing the symptoms or the signs that was making me feel burnout. So some of the signs are not sleeping well, feeling overwhelmed, you know, being so negative, having a negative outlook on life, and then changing gradually. So learning my own skills that are um, putting into practice the skills that I teach people, you know. And I was like, wow, if I've done this journey, now I do really understand where my clients are coming from when they express stress and burnout. So therefore, I can actually help people and move them into that place of boldness as well, you know. And um, it's, it's been an amazing journey. And since then, I've just been trying to help others. Yeah. This is emotional. Like, seriously, this this is emotional, Sita, because I'm sitting here listening to your story and I'm like, I can relate to a few things. So it's, it's, it's emotional. I mean, I'm, I'm OK. I'm holding my composure, but it's emotional because. I know where you're coming from. You give, 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 give. Why can't you get something back? I've said this. The last several months, I feel like I've been the giver, you know, see that I'm the type of person again. I, well, I don't really like talking about myself. I'm just I'm just that type of person, but I'm going to try my best because I, I always say I'm not cocky. I, I don't want to be anything like that. I'm just me, but I'm the type of person. OK. I don't talk bad about people. OK. I don't go around spreading gossip. I don't have time for that. Okay. I'm your average human being. I get up in the morning, go to work, start my day, finish my day, boom, and do it all over the next day. I don't have time to talk about another man or a woman. That's just me. Now, if I do, <laughs> on a side note, it's here on the podcast, but, but otherwise, I really don't have time to talk about people. Sita, I feel like I've been missing certain aspects of my life. Okay, if I send someone a text to say, hey, how you doing? Just checking in on you. Sita, does it make me a bad person to expect that back? I've had these debates, but this is how I feel. If, if me and you, honestly, if me and you are friends, I check up on you once or twice a week, okay? You respond back, hey, I'm doing good. I'll talk to you later. Okay, a couple days go by, whatever, whatever. I don't hear from you. Sita, I'm going to reach out to you again. You're going to probably respond back the same thing. I'm going to keep responding. I don't get anything back. This is what I've experienced in the past. I've lost, to me, I've lost contact with people because Sita, I should not have to be the giver all the time, okay? I feel, why can't I be a receiver for once? If I've showed you love, why why, why can't I get it back? 
And I'm being serious when I say this, like, ladies and gentlemen, I, these are things that I have really lived by. And I feel like it's come back now. Excuse my friend. Well, no, I mean, hey, I've said it on my show. It's come back to kick me in the ass. And it's to a point that I'm getting older and I'm not going to front. I'll be 40 in, th- in two months. Some may say, oh, you're still a baby. No, it's not about that. It's the fact that I'm getting older, okay? But I'm still dealing with all this trauma from the past. And Sita, it's like I tell my I've I've had to question my character. And I should not have to do that. Nobody should question their character unless obviously you just have pure evil intention. But I don't have evil intention. I want to see everybody do good. I want to see everybody win. But again, for me, why why should I have to settle for less? That's my question. I I, I mean <laughs> You, I see you, yeah. you know, I, I feel like you're going to give me some good insight because that's why we're here. But seriously, yeah. see, you know, why should I have to settle so for So as we're having this I, conversation, JJ, I hope you'll be open-minded to hear where I'm coming from. Okay. Okay. So you did Absolutely. mention that Absolutely. you have a Christian background as well. So I'm going to go to you or try to answer your question from that angle. Okay. If you didn't, it would have been a different angle. I would okay. address this okay. question. So as a Christian, the word Christian basically means a follower of Christ. You know, you believe in Christ and you're following Christ. So if we are following Christ to therefore live the life that Christ lived, because we all aspire to be like um, Christ. If you read the Bible, correct me if I'm wrong, or perhaps this can be our homework. Both of us go and look in the Bible and find out where in the Bible it said that Uh any of Jesus is a um, disciples, even once asked him, Master or Rabbi, I, how are you doing? They didn't. It was just him giving and giving. But we are human, so we are not super human like he was. We are human, and therefore, when we give, we need to have boundaries. But the other thing about giving is we don't really have to think about giving to receive. So the way I handle it is, when I'm giving, I'm not expecting to receive from that angle or from the people I'm giving to. Okay. But what's amazing is when you are grateful, so gratitude to me is so important. When you are grateful about, as you said, when we first started that some people haven't seen 2024, you know, so for me, that is a lot to be grateful for. So if we're seeing 2024, should we worry about someone who didn't, bother texting us because we texted them. But the beauty is someone else is thinking about you and there is love coming from another direction, not necessarily where you expect it to come from. Do you get, uh, I'm sure you, you can acknowledge that, that there is love coming to you from other directions yeah. rather than where you expect it to come from. But if it was coming from where you expect it to come from, then what are we really learning? So I believe that when we are given, we're not expecting to receive from that place that we are given, but rather just be and just keep doing our, 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 our Christ-like duties, but also being boundaried because we're human, because the more you give and your cup becomes empty, what have you got left to give? So just being boundaried with that and not giving to people who you know that are there to sort of like, just keep receiving and drain you. There are some people whose job is just to drain you. So when you identify those people, you will know how to handle them. Whereas those that are also given to us from another angle, what are we doing to show appreciation to them as well? So it's it's a, an interesting world where it, that sort of love or giving just goes round, you know, um, I would like to share. I don't really like sharing like when I've done good or something. But I think a couple of years ago, during or three years ago, perhaps during the COVID time, I just thought I haven't seen my neighbors because it's so hard. We are restricted. You can't see people. And then I decided to bake a cake and share to my friends, neighbors, you know, whoever I knew um, that I thought, you know, we haven't had a year that we've been able to keep in touch. And it was something that I thought I would do out of kindness for them. They appreciated it, but guess what? No one brought me a cake back. 
but it didn't stop me from doing good because what happened is doors started opening for me in other avenues. I got the idea of you are valued. And I thought, this is how the world, the universe works. This is how God works in our lives. So when you are doing something great, other doors are opening for you. I'm sure you, you would look at yourself with, perhaps compare yourself with other people and see that you are way better off than others. Why are you way better off than others? Is it because you've been given? You know, when we give, it comes back to us, but not in the same form that we may be expecting it to come. I'm sorry, I could go on and on about this topic because it's so important, you know, that we really, really know ourselves and therefore not expect too much from other people. Because that's where, if you come, if you're expecting things from an environment that you cannot control, that brings a down on ourselves. Therefore, depression can set in, you know, because we are worrying and trying to change people, but you can't change people. When Jesus came and he was preaching, how many did he change? People were still against him. Even the Pharisees who knew the Bible, they were against him. He couldn't change them. They crucified him, mm-hmm. you know. So you cannot change people, but you can change how you think towards what you expect and what you shouldn't expect. If you have no control over it, let it go. Take it to God in prayer. If you have control over it, which is your being, you have control over your being, then control your mindset, how you perceive these things so that it doesn't bother you. Okay. (laughs) I was thinking about, no, no, I was thinking about, I was thinking about a scripture and it came into me and I said, let me, let me just double check. John 6, 66, from this time, many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed yeah. him. You know, and that, that was, like I said, that was yeah. his, that was his group. The, the disciples, that was, that was his crew <laughs> in modern terms. That was, that was, that, that was his, and this his was true, a, his true followers. Sorry. And, and then this I was think a man back, going around uh-huh. healing no, no, people, no, making the lame walk, you know, the deaf um, hearing, the dumb mm-hmm. speaking, and yet people couldn't even ask him, how are you feeling? And guess what he did? He would always say, I'm going off somewhere, yeah. or he just leaves them and goes off to recharge his batteries by praying, you know. So we need that. So and these are some of the skills I teach in You Are Valued um, in, as a boldness coach as well, that as much as we give in and as much as I encourage us to have social connection, I also encourage a lot of meditation. So whether you believe in scriptures or not, if you do meditate on scriptures, if you don't mindfulness, practice mindfulness, find mm-hmm. um, some sort of thing that takes you away from people for you to then focus on yourself, to recharge your batteries, you come back, you're yourself again. You need that time out because people can drain you. And we saw that if you read the Bible, we saw that when Jesus, Jesus <gasps> was healing and healing, there were times that they couldn't find him because he's gone away praying. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. <laughs> this is yeah, but it's it's what we need to hear. It's what I needed to hear. But why is it and I hear everything you're saying, but why do I still go back to that though? Okay. Why so do we go back to these things? Because you haven't identified who you are. Because believe you me, if you spend time to work on yourself, JJ, you wouldn't need people to validate anything for you because you know yourself, you know what you are capable of doing and what you're not capable of doing. You know when it's enough and when it's not enough, you know. So I would, I mean, in, in um, my mm-hmm. coaching, I, the first thing I encourage people, the first piece of work we do is knowing who we are, our identity. So I spend a lot of time working on that because until my client or whoever I'm working with knows who they are, we can't move forward. So it, it's it's hard, but when it's done, you've formed the, um, the foundation for everything else you can build on, you know. So, and I'm saying it like it's so easy. It wasn't easy for me to try and work out who it's been years working on it, working on it. Sometimes I fail. Sometimes I'm thinking, why doesn't this person show appreciation? 
every now and again, that thought comes to mind when you know you've given so much and people are not showing appreciation. It really, I'm like, come on, be grateful. You know, at least don't give me some negative energy when I've done so much for you because I'm human. But then I then come back to realization that I shouldn't let their behavior stop me from being who I am. So then I push it aside and I do not think or focus on that. And then I focus on something that would energize me more, you know. So it's it's not easy. It's a skill that you need to work on to master. And once you've mastered it, it, it becomes a bit easier. Yeah, because it's like, you know, I think back that there was a point in my life where I was happy, happy go lucky. But then there was a point where I was just like down in the dump. Now I've heard, which I I just don't know that this also could have attributed to COVID when we shut down. But then I'm, I, I don't know because I was still working, but I was working from home. I couldn't do everything. Well, we couldn't do everything we wanted to because things were shut down. So I just sometimes I wonder, did things spark once we were home for about a year or so? You know, because I look at it in the sense that we were really confined to our homes. You know, if we wanted to go out and get something to eat, we were we were confined to a small space, meaning You go inside and they say, hey, wait, you can't stand here. You got to stand over there. Wait, do you have a mask? Wait, have you been, you know, have you had your temperature checked today? So all those things, I wonder, did it spark something that was once there or what? You know, but then it's like, is that really the real reason? You know, it, 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 to me, it's like devil's advocate. Yeah. So I, I get where you're coming from. The way I like to see the whole COVID thing is there are changing scenes in life. There's different seasons. So there's the, the springtime, there's the summertime, there's the autumn time. So if we say COVID was a wintertime because it was quite dark and gloomy, okay, then what did we learn from that season? So in winter, what do you do? If you're not able to go outdoors and do so much more and you're indoors, what are you doing? It's a time for reflection. You know, it's a time to get to know yourself more. So for me, that's what I did during that period. And as I say, we are all different people. So it, it would have hit others hard, especially losing friends and family. It's, it was tough. But if you survived, that's something to be grateful for. You know, so why can we not see it or see the positives that came with that time of doom and gloom? It was a time of confusion. We didn't know what was happening. We didn't know, um, you know, whether you contracting COVID would just kill you or whether you would live and see another day. It was just such a confusing season for all of us. But then if you look back at it, it, it was time that, People were also trying to start businesses, you know, because people were seeing the difficult situations and trying to problem solve during that time, therefore creating businesses from that time. And um, so it's about looking at the positives as well as the negatives. It was fine that it was all shocking to the whole world. We we cried about it. We were fearful. But then after after winter comes for spring. So therefore, can we not move away from that winter period and go into that spring period and start living life again, you know, and take the lessons from that winter period of the COVID to a spring period and apply the changes that we found in us. I'm sure staying at home for one year working from home was not easy, but believe you me, you had time to slow down and rest as well. Am I right in saying that, JJ? That you had time to slow down? Because it felt like no. the world was running and we're running oh, and running listen. and not getting anywhere. So we needed that time to breathe, you know. 
You're right about that because I never would have imagined us going through that. I used to tell people that <laughs> it felt like a movie. Honestly, COVID could be a movie <laughs> literally called COVID about the world shutting down for a year and people not surviving because of no jobs and no food. You know, and one thing I can say it was a period of resting because like you said, every day is stop, go, stop, go, stop, go, stop, go. As fast as I'm talking now, it's that's how it is in a day. And when they told us, hey, we're shutting down, stay home, that was a time for people to really just sit back yeah. and do nothing. But I ne again, I never would have imagined seeing that because <laughs> you don't Nobody thinks that, you know, like I said, everybody, everybody has busy days, busy uh, agendas in the week or the day. So it's like to sit back and think, well, man, OK, I'm going to have to actually work from home or I may not be able to I may be out of a job for a year because literally the world shut down. Yeah. You know, nobody thinks like that. But I must say that during that time, I thought people would have done a lot of reflecting. Cause I, I said once everything was reopened again and things started, you know, getting back to normal. I said that I would imagine people being out and more friendly or more energetic. That wasn't the case. I felt like people were still the same people that they were before the pandemic, angry, ungrateful, you know, self-doubting, but you know, like I said, yeah, Everyone is different, but I know for me, I was more thankful because I heard the news about there were people, like I said, losing their jobs, small business owners were getting shut down, but I personally was still working nonstop throughout the pandemic, you know, but even with me saying that people that I would talk to, I still felt like they were still ungrateful. Yeah. Our normal lives were no more. I understand. But to look at how many people, especially people with families, yeah. lost their source of income. You know, we, you know, meaning me and the people that I would talk to, mm. we did not lose our source of income. Mm. But to still be ungrateful, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I just, you know. It's my I mean, there are <laughs> things really in is. life we can never understand, you know, and that's, again, if we can't understand it, why stress over it? Why don't we channel our energy into something that we can understand and make a difference at, you know, because if we're taking on every difficulty in the world to try and understand and change, even our world leaders can't change everything <laughs> because the world is still in wherever, you know, um, situation it's it is in now not everyone in the world is happy with their situation so therefore it just tells you that it's just an impossible task for man to try and solve all problems or try and find answers to every problem in the world you know but as i said once we're going through those difficult times it's about taking a step back if you know yourself take a step back then breathe reflect and see what you can do differently. Because we are not born to be static. We are born to change. You know, life is all about changing. So if it's all about changing and the season has changed, therefore it means we cannot keep going the same way we should be going when the season has changed. When it's summer, we wear our summer clothing. When it's winter, we put jackets on. So we are changing with the weather. So when changes come, Let's change as well, you know, and see how we fit in and therefore keep moving forward. And that's how we grow. That's how our mindsets grow. That's how we evolve in life and become a better version of ourselves. And that's where boldness comes in, you know, when you're able to address these changes, identify them and address them and then move on to a brighter side. Yeah. Now, let me ask you. Do you, and I'm talking about currently, have you ever had those moments that you had in the past where some days you just feel like 
what's going on. Like, in other words, how I've, you know, like I said, me personally, I've had a lot of bad days just because. Do you still get like that? Like now, like, have you ever woke up one day and just, you just like, what's going on? Like, seriously, what is wrong? You know, because you just felt like the world was going to end. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. do you still deal with those so type of I moments So if I said no to you, then I wouldn't be human. So I'm being real with you. Every human being goes through it. No matter how much money people may have or how less money people may have, we all go through that sort of challenge of one day we are so happy and bubbly. Another day um, we're almost like, oh, it's so heavy. We're carrying a heavy burden and we don't know what to do. But this is where I keep saying, if you know yourself, you can identify what puts you to that side where it all feels heavy, you know. So then it's easy for you to identify it quickly and call it back. Whereas if you don't know yourself, then you just get going with that downside. And the lower you go, you keep sinking, you keep sinking, and it's harder to pull yourself away from that. So I do go through the, I mean... Recently, I had COVID. Um, I think it was in November last year. Can't believe it's changed in far now. Gonna start saying last year. <laughs> so it was. Wow. <laughs> it was. Okay, yeah. <laughs> twenty, yeah, twenty twenty four. November three, last 24. year, I had COVID, <laughs> and then it felt like all my positivity was just going down the drain because I was just so low physically. Didn't have the energy, you know. So it felt like things that I could have easily dealt with um, in terms of my job or family life, I was finding much more difficult to make decisions because the body was just weak, you know. But then I knew that the body was weak. That's why I was feeling that way, because my usual self would be, this is not a problem. There's always a solution to a problem. Let's find it. You know, that's my usual attitude. But then because... I couldn't do it. I had to allow myself that time to heal. And the moment I started healing, I realized that I could, you know, make decisions quick again, you know, problem solve as I I was doing prior to the COVID. So some situations will come into your life that maybe in terms of work, in terms of family life, some changes, and it would destabilize you a little bit. But if you know yourself, your foundation, you are grounded. You know, and if you know your source, in 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 you and I's case, it's about knowing that we believe in a, a higher power. So if you know that source, you know that changing scenes are coming, seasons will come and go, and life will be better again. So therefore, you don't let that period bring you down forever. You know that you have to just be steady and go through it, and then you come out of it again. Yeah, because, you know, I just feel like, at least with me, you know, I have everything I need. No. <laughs> we don't have everything we want because obviously if we yeah. had everything we want, yeah, you you know. But <laughs> I still, I hear what you're saying. You know, <laughs> I'm taking advantage because, again, you, you, you've you been in this field, just say, for a long time. And... Mm. I want to get better perspective because, like I said, you know, mentally, Sita, at least for me, I'm drained. You know, I, I'm, I'm tired of waking up, questioning my my character. I'm quite tired of questioning myself and what am I doing wrong. I need to get back to the foundation. You know, if I need to go back and read more in the Bible, I'll do. I don't obviously have a problem with it, but. I need to really, like I said, get back to my foundation, you know, get back to my happy place because I think about being upset about things I can't control. I can't, things I can't change. Meanwhile, I'm not hurting those people. Like in other words, Mm. the people that I felt like in the past have quote unquote done me wrong. (laughs) Yeah. They're probably living their best life. Yeah. And I'm sitting here soaking in the rain. For what? (laughs) You know, really? No, for what? You know, and I have to and I have to get back to that mentality. Don't worry. You know, they're not thinking about me. I know that. So why you need a boldness coach, JJ? You know? (laughs) 
needing the boldness coming. coach to go through with you to identify who you really are from that you know strong foundation first and then we build on it from there so it's um i mean i can give you some pointers but then it's not you can't solve all and and it's an evolving um piece of work you know you start from somewhere you keep building on it and building on it Mm -hmm. and down days will come which we've identified there are times you feel which is normal but then it's how long do you stay in that position if you're able to pick yourself up quickly again then you are still heading towards the right direction but if you're staying there for longer then more work needs to be done to still work on that identity work out who your source is and what your purpose is in life you know if we identify um some of these things that we tend to ignore, they are so big questions for us. And every day in our lives, we want to look at other things or we channel our energy and time into other things rather than into ourselves. Because if you are not strong, what about all the people around you? What hope have they got? So you need to make sure that you matter first. You put yourself first, you know, and once you're on earth, you know that you are here for a reason. So it's identifying that reason, that purpose you have, that potential you have and where you're going, you know. So if we can work on all those things, then it's easy mm-hmm. for you to then see what is not right. So if you can see a trigger coming, you you work with it. So in terms of um, the Bible, what uh, there's this verse in Ephesians that talks about putting on the full armor of God, you know. So if it's something that's going to a trigger, that's going to mess with your mind, Put on that helmet of salvation, you know. If it's um, fiery darts coming from all angles that are so negative to bring you down, lift your shield of faith, you know. So things like that, and then we can just work through it. So as I said, if the person is a Christian, I have a way to work with them. If the person is from another faith or has no faith at all, there's a different way of working with them as well. Have I said some good stuff for you to hear? Okay. Now, <laughs> honestly, Cita, yeah. Um, like I said, um, I know I can't take full <laughs> advantage because, again, listen, based off of your job as a bowlers coach, you can't give you can't give all no. the you can't give all the fruit away for free. But <laughs> I do seriously, I do appreciate the jewels. I'm gonna call them jewels, the mental jewels that you have given today. Because I'm sitting here and I'm literally just listening, soaking it all in. And one thing that I like right now is the fact that the way you're spilling out the information, you're just giving it. Because in other words, some people would just give the information and it'll be like to a point, well, you know what? You need to snap out of it. You need to find help. You're not doing it. You're literally just you're, you're, you're literally teaching it right now. To where you sit back and me as an individual and those that are listening, we have to decide whether to soak it in or just take it and let it go over our head. You know, so I do, like I said, I do appreciate, you know, this information. Um, You know, it's it's like I said, it's something that we must all take serious, you know, because like I said, too many people have mm. left left this side of the world, you know, due to suicide yeah. and self-harm. And it needs to be handled swiftly, you know, because life is just so precious. I know me personally, I'm not ready to leave yet. I mean, obviously, I always say that's between the big man when my numbers, when our yeah. numbers call, it's nothing we can do about it. However, no. <laughs> we don't have to expedite no. <laughs> We don't have to expedite no. So, like I said, I, I'm, I'm going to really just sit and do another self-evaluation. And then, yeah. like I said, just keep moving forward. But on your end, Sita, what can someone do that's feeling like me or just feeling real down on themselves what again you know before we you know close out what advice would you give someone that is just going through so many mental motions meaning 
they have so many thoughts running in their head and they're not necessarily good thoughts. So what what would you give like advice wise? Yeah. What would you tell someone like what are the steps that you would recommend for them? It's going to gonna and, sound you know, seek, seek um, as a cliche because I think we, we say it a lot, but I'm going to say it again but trying to make sure that people really understand that you need to actually act on it and not just know it and, and sit with the information. So science or social science will tell us we are created as social beings. So therefore we didn't um, um, come into this world to be loners or just by ourselves. Even Adam in the Bible, God identified that he was lonely. So therefore Eve you know, was created to, to keep him company or help him as well. So you need to connect with people, you know. So if you are going through tough times or really some difficulties and you're struggling, that is not the time to be by yourself. Connect, but connect with meaningful people. So there are people that we know and people who are actually meaningful. And if you don't have that, spend time to build that sort of special relationship with one person in your life that you know that this is a trustworthy relationship that if I'm really struggling, I can speak to this person. So speak to somebody who cares about you. If you have a faith, I would encourage go to God in prayer. Always pray and you will find strength in that. But if you're not a person of faith, find someone who cares about you, who will validate your feelings and, and not try to... Um, just love like push it aside to say, oh, it's normal. Somebody who really cares and understands, give you that safe space to listen to you. That's one of the things that we provide in your valued uh, as a boldness coach, creating that safe space where I encourage people to speak freely and hear how they're feeling and also validate their feeling and therefore help them find a way to lift themselves up from that place. Um, I would also encourage a lot of meditation. It really helps. So whilst you're connecting with people, also find that time where you also meditate or mindfulness practice. If you like the beauties of the world, like forest bathing, you could encourage yourself or get involved in that. Um, people can also get involved in listening to music, good music that really heals your soul, you know, um, and also eating well. It's really important. Sometimes when we feed our bodies with this bad food, you know, all because perhaps uh, money might be an issue or we are not um, into healthy type of food. Because if you feed your body with junk food, it does really make your mind a bit blurry as well, you know. So if you put good stuff in your body, then good stuff is going to come out as well. So, I mean, I can share these three stuff for now. If people want to know more, you know where to find me <laughs> on your valued. <laughs> I heard about the food as well that I've heard from, you know, somewhere yeah. else about food makes a difference. Um, obviously prayer, you know, prayer, meditation, finding good company. That's yeah. <laughs> that's literally, you know, I'm not going to say common sense, but honestly, it it really is something that you should think about. You know, in other words, <clears throat> excuse me, in other words, those those key elements you said, mm. I mean, it's self-explanatory. You know, if you have someone that's close to you, reach out to them. You know, if meditation is something you want to do, do it. Music is so good for your soul. You know, sometimes I listen to some old music, and I'm talking about sometimes I listen to music before I was born. And now as I'm getting older, I'm starting to see what, yeah. what the meanings of some of these songs are. And a lot of times, yeah. Cedar, it helps me. Like I'll listen to, you know, I, I listen to whatever, you know, obviously, you know, gospel, everything and different genres I listen to different meanings. And on a funny note, Sita, there are some songs <laughs> that takes me back to my yeah. happy, happy, happy times that I've had really. And yeah. I just sit back, I start laughing, I start reminiscing. So 
I'm going to obviously take your advice on that as well, which I already do. I love music, but little things, especially yeah. food, changing up the diet, going to do all that. And to everyone that's listening, if you want to get in touch with Sita, I'm going to let her share her information because I feel after this episode, hopefully things will be in perspective for all of us. So, Sita, go ahead. If someone wants to reach out to you, please plug in all your information. So, people can reach me on um, yourvalue.co.uk forward slash discovery, where they can watch my free um, masterclass video that I'm sharing with people and also book a free 15 minutes consultation with me to try to understand what issues they're going through and um, work with them. So, not tell them what to do but rather empower them, educate them, encourage them, enable them. Because as I said, the mind is so powerful, So, and we have the tools. We just don't use it enough, and we, we expect magic to come from somewhere. But the magic lies within, you know. Um, I'm also on um, Instagram, as you valued, and on Facebook, as you valued. And you can also find me on um, LinkedIn as Sita McKee. Okay, this is going to sound like a silly question, <laughs> but I probably already know the answer to it. You see people from all, yeah. I know you see people from all over the world, correct? Okay. Then, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. I mean, they, 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 there you have it. There is no excuse. If you want to reach out to her, please feel free. Sita, I want to thank you so much for coming on to hang out with me. And to hang out with our listeners, I honestly, again, I'm going to say it. Thank you so much for that information. I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not even going to sugarcoat. I held in a little bit of emotion because, you know, really it's like you get to thinking about life and the way you put it. Um, but I held my composure. Um, I really did because I'm sitting here like, hold back the tears because I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I, I, I have so much running through my mind, um, but I really honestly, thank you. I really do. Um, I'm looking at the time and I'm like, it didn't even feel like, you know, we were doing it, you know, it just felt like literally we're just sitting yeah. back and we're just yeah. having a regular conversation, just me and you. So I'm going to say it a final time, honestly, Sita, thank you so much. Okay. And I hope you, you had a good time hanging out with me. Um, I really hope that 24 obviously brings you much joy. <laughs> and I hope it brings me much joy too. So like I said, Sita, if there's anything you need on my end, and I know I'm definitely going to, you know, if I need anything, I'll feel, for, you know, I personally will feel free to reach out to you and we can do the free, yeah. you know, 15 consultation or more on a, personal level so can i also so say much. um it's Again, my pleasure and um, thank you so much for giving me your platform to raise awareness about mental wellness and how we've got the power to make a change and a difference in our lives and to use it more so thank you so much it's been really amazing talking to you it felt so natural and this is how i intend um, people to feel in in your value like working with your value because it's it's not me versus them it's us together just working because we are both human we're having a chat and we're seeing how we can tap into our strengths to empower us you know so thank you so much for this opportunity no you're absolutely welcome uh sita you're so absolutely welcome now i normally on not all the time but on some shows i end with a funny note but the fact that this conversation was not really so much comedic, it was more serious. I do want to honestly just close out by saying, ladies and gentlemen, in all respect, I'm not trying to offend anyone, but please, and, I, and I'm going to emphasize this, please, if you are feeling like things are shaky, you, you want to end your life, please, and I'm not trying to sound yeah. cliche, but please reach out to someone because- too many people, like I said, too many people have ended their lives. And it, to me, I feel like our lives are worth living. You know, 
there is hope. And for me to say that, it, it, I'm serious, there is hope. Even if you only have, like me, one or two, three, four closest friends, reach out to one and just talk to somebody because you're still, if you're still living, yeah. it's yeah. for a reason. Okay. So with that being said, I hope everyone continues living their best life, staying safe, and staying sane. We're out of here till next time. Thank you.